Well, good morning, everybody. I am Mark. I'm the prepper guy. And you might be the prepper guy or prepper gal. Welcome to the show. I'm going to switch gears a little bit. And uh, rather than just talking about the typical current events, which seem to be getting covered ad nauseum, I mean, even with the, the Nord Stream 1 and 2 being sabotaged or whatever they call it, you know, today. Um, it seems like there's a thousand different theories on even that. So, you know, I'm not, you know, Alex Jones. I don't have contacts at the Pentagon, so I really don't know, nor do I even fucking care. But what I want to talk about is the what I consider an existential threat to America. And not, you know, the federal government America, but, you know, like, you know, when they talk about the EU, uh, you know, that's the whole of the EU. You know, Italy, France, Germany, you know, all the other little ones, Belarus, um, Hungary, Poland, that all is the EU. Now, when you put all those countries together, even the Baltic states or whatever they call them, and uh, Finland and Sweden and all that shit, it's still landmass is really less than the United States of America as far as the, that part of the continent that we call the US of A. No, I'm... I'm talking about, you know, like the great, you know, the country of Arizona or the country of Tennessee, wherever you're from and live. Because uh, on the show, The Duran, which is a YouTube channel, The Duran, D-U-R-A-N, they were talking to a guy named Jackson Hinckley. Got a big audience. He's a YouTuber, an influencer, as you wish. Um... And I and I hear I've seen clips of him here and there. It comes on my my uh, YouTube feed. I guess I'd call it when I refresh. It brings up more of what I watched yesterday. And and I've listened to a lot of them. And and to, in this interview with him on the Duran, I'm thinking, you know, I like what he's saying, but he, he's kind of a fucking idiot. You know, he's he's young. He's 21, 22. And so I, I can't blame him for not having been around the block enough times to really know what he's talking about. But he he sounds like most of the other Americans I talked to. You know, and he made a comment about, you know, that, you know, our health system in America, you know, should be socialized or nationalized because, you know, we pay a lot for what we get. And I'm thinking to myself, we don't pay shit unless we have insurance. So how are we paying for a healthcare system that we don't get much out of? Oh, through taxes. So isn't it, in a sense, already nationalized? You know, and, and it dawned on me that this guy and so many more Americans and people I talk to day to day 
don't really understand the, the, the working mechanism of the United States. And, and they've forgotten how the Constitution was designed to work. And I've said this before, it's, it's, it's like alien tech. And, and if we'd have left it alone, it would have ran forever in a perfect way. But we had to fuck with it. We had to get under the hood and start dicking with it. And over the 250 years almost, um, we've, we've broken it and then we've kind of ho- cobbled it back together over and over again to where it's no longer alien tech. It's kind of like an old flathead motor that kind of putters along. And nobody understands why it doesn't work. And they don't even look at it as like, why doesn't it work like it did 100 years ago or even 50 years ago? So they just go, well, it runs pretty doggone good. I mean, we just, uh, you know, got, you know, 50 miles to the gallon out of this old jalopy. And, you know, we tuned it up the other day, a few bills we passed and stuff. So it's, 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 it's putter, you know, puttering along pretty good. You should be thankful. Thankful for what? We had a, a spacecraft that was alien tech that just ran for free. Didn't even have to pop the hood and maintain the damn thing. It just worked. And now we're driving a, an old jalopy that has a, a, a flathead four-cylinder. Don't get me wrong. I had an old uh, 59 Willys Jeep. Uh, had the f- four-cylinder flathead hurricane. Really cool. Ran really good. Smooth, actually, too. But it wasn't fucking alien tech. It was just an old four-cylinder. So we don't realize, as Americans, that it, it doesn't work. And so when somebody like, you know, Jackson um, says, well, you know, we pay a lot for something and we get very little out of it, so we should nationalize it. It's like, I'm sorry, what did you just say? This erosion is so slow. It's like we're in another dimension and we don't realize that it's even happening because we don't see it with our eyes. You know, a a branch falls off a tree and you don't notice it because you maybe weren't standing right by there when when the branch died and fell off in the windstorm. So when you look at the tree, you just see a beautiful old oak tree. You don't realize that it used to be that branch you played on when you were a kid. You, you know, it doesn't, you just see a tree. We see America. We see the Constitution. But we don't see, you know, the changes. And, and because we don't see the changes, we don't realize that it's a threat. You know, and, and I'm listening to the Duran and, and, and all the news, not just them, but, you know, Alex Jones, uh, you know, Mike Adams, just, you know, Fox News, whatever. And they're always like, you know, well, Russia did this. But Hungary supports Russia. 
Italy seems to be, uh, you know, have elected or has elected a very conservative young lady, and 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 she's not in on board with these sanctions, you know, and we think, wow, the entire country of Poland doesn't support the EU, but they don't like Russia either. What will happen? The entire country of Poland is smaller than the state of Arizona. So I think the threat is that we don't realize that each state is a country. America, like the EU, is made up of 50 countries. The EU is made up of 27 countries. And the EU tries to hold it together, just like the federal government of America, or whatever we want to call it, you know, the federal government, we'll call it the Fed. EU, the Fed, it's easy to say. It's trying to hold everything together. But the difference is the Fed has us by the short hairs and has a strong grip. And because the way we operate, we have all of our politicians living in D.C. and being browbeaten and held in bondage almost, running our states into the ground. Our countries are being run by people that aren't here. See, like you look at Viktor Orban. He lives in Hungary. His house is in Hungary. He's the president of Hungary. When he goes out, where is he? Is he on Wall Street walking around with all the people and in New York? No, he's in Hungary. My politicians are in D.C. They're not in Arizona. We don't have a president, but you could say the governor, you know, who hangs out more. But then all of the representatives that are supposed to help the governor understand what's going on, the pulse of this country of Arizona, they're all in D.C. telling them, here's what your pulse is, damn it, comply. You know, just like, you know, what's her name? Ursula Vanderlein bitch or crazy or whatever her name is. You know, we have tools. If the new girl that got elected in Italy doesn't toe the line, we have tools. What does that mean? We have tools. We have ways of making you comply, bitch. Well, what it means, uh, look at what happened in Greece when Greece started kind of trying to do something, you know, years ago with their monetary system and get a little bit more control over their fucking money. And the EU just cut them off of the banking system and their taxes, EU tax dollars, which is like EU welfare, just like federal welfare is in America. You know, they cut off your state from federal welfare checks. And I'm not talking like I didn't get my check. I'm talking about uh, the funding of highways, schools, roads, border patrol, every infrastructure project your state is doing is subsidized by federal taxes. They rob us blind, and then they send us back our token. And if we're good, we'll get our bridge built. If not, they have tools. So Greece, you remember, you know, Greece, I can't remember, it was a couple years ago, three, four, could have been 10 for all I know, the way time flies. You know, their banks were closed. People could only access their ATMs and get like, you know, $100 a day or not even. You know, enough to, to pay their bill for that, you know, period of time and, and, and buy some food. That was it. 
total it. You know. So that's what Ursula Vandercrazy is is saying. We have tools. So now if Italy wants to go, well, you know what, we're not gonna support this whole sanctions thing because it's just it's proven to be suicide. Well then she could just cut off their banks. They no longer have access to EU money and taxes. Which means for you, as a person living in Italy, you kind of fucked. Just like the people of Greece were kind of fucked. And so that's what happens in America. See, they just they turn off the federal spigot. Well, you know, this new gal in Italy, she could, you know, she could... She has some people around her who are pretty smart. And she can sit there and go, well, we're going we're gonna to say no to sanctions. And, and if we need to buy debt, you know, to fund our country, we'll buy it from Russia. There. How about that? How's that for a big F you? You know, Syria just signed an agreement. I don't know what it was because I haven't listened to it yet. You know, outside the EU, pissed them off. The EU is pissed. Like, what the hell did you just do that? And they did it while they were in other meetings right there in the EU. It's just like, hey, let's go in this back room and sign this deal. It's like, okay, you know, f the EU. So they're 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 collapsing. They just they're too stupid to know it. They're dead men walking, and dead women walking. Whatever. It's a turn of phrase. Don't freak out about man woman bullshit. So fucking woke. So, um, our threat in America is that we we think myopically, like we are the United States. And we are. Just like in, in you know, a lot of c- countries in Europe, they'll go, we are the UN. But they still have that pride. We are Poland. We are Belarus. We try to work with in the construct or the the constitution or the contract with the EU. But you see that Russia did what Russia did and a lot of the states in the EU went along with it because it happened so quick, but Hungary, Viktor Orban, it's like, no, we're not going to do the sanctions. And the EU, as pissed as they get at Greece and Italy and all these you know, free-thinking people that aren't, you know, on, hell-bent on self-destruction of their country, you know. They have latitude to, to move left and right, up or down. In America, we don't. I mean, we, we do, but we don't, you know. So our country is set up to where our president of Arizona or leader or governor, controlling body, whatever we want to call it, can't go make foreign trade and deals. See, it's, it has to be through the, the presidency of the United States. It, it can't be like Hungary. You know, once the United States does something, because that's what the Constitution says, the president is over foreign affairs, treaties and stuff like that. But then we forget that those treaties, those agreements, those little sending $50 billion to Ukraine have to be agreed on by the Senate, you know, before that can be legit. Well, you know, we have a bunch of yes men 
in the Senate who are not picked by we the people. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're picked by vote. So they're kind of picked by me. But see, originally it used to be my senator was picked by my representative, and my representative was a representative of my district that was very small. And therefore, my district was a, a ranching district. So they thought as ranchers. You know, they thought as a large community that's industrial-based. They thought as a city that was like a metropolis in a way and had different issues than farming communities. Now they've just homogenized it. See, they just scrambled it into a big thing. And, and one scrambled egg looks pretty much exactly like the other scrambled egg. In fact, if you scrambled all 50 of those eggs together and you had some that had oranger yolks than the others, you don't know it. It's called homogenized. So we can't take a stand on the global stage. So our existential threat, getting back to my point, is, I'll just say it again, I'll beat the dead horse, the 17th Amendment, when we lost representation, like that, it was over, bam, done and done. Boom, can you hear that? That was the sound of losing representation. And that was the whole purpose of the country, right? Taxation without representation pissed the founders off. And that's why they did the the Boston Tea Party. And they had all these problems with the Stamp Act and all that. Because it was taxation from England. But we didn't have representation over yonder here. And we're like, well, fuck that. Well, what do we got now? We got Jack. We got taxation. We got lots of that. No representation. So, you know, just like, you know, Jackson said, you know, well, we pay a lot for medical system that we don't get much out of. It's like, yeah, because we're stupid. We shouldn't be paying that. We shouldn't be socializing or subsidizing anything at all. If your state wants socialized medicine, then do it. And when it fails miserably, everyone else in the 49 other states can go, ah, ha, ha, that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen anyone do. You know, who was that? Romney did that? I mean, it actually worked in that state because they had enough money and industry and, and a tax basin, which was wholly unconstitutional, to pay for that. So it worked. Why? Because they had taxed other businesses unconstitutionally. So they had the money. See, so... You can sit there and point to a success and go, well, it works there. Well, well, sure it does. Why does it do that? Oh, because they're, they're screwing up somewhere else. See, because they don't have any representation either. So we can't talk about fixing America without eliminating or whatever it's called, repealing, overriding, voiding the 17th Amendment. And because there was no outcry when they passed it by Republicans or Democrats, because they understood that just the giant cash cow that became. It's like, I'm not accountable to my people anymore. We can do whatever we want. And then, uh, and then the senators, you know, they can do whatever they want. And then when they screw up, they can point at us and we can go, well, what are you talking about? It was their fault. So America became a clown show at that moment and they're not going to repeal it void it scratch it out nothing because 
you and I are irrelevant to them. And this gives them a bigger, newer checkbook to just write checks, blow money. And all they got to do is, is convince us that the next war is all about Yellow Creek uranium. The next war is because Putin invaded Ukraine. The next war is because China is buying South Africa. And and here's here's poor old Zelensky. I mean, he you know the poor guy. Never mind that it was a you know a, an election you know before that that was legitimate. We did a coup. And we put him in there. He's just a comedian trying to do the best he can. Why? Because he loves his people. And then because we won't, you know, even crack open a book and read shit, we'll listen to people like Jackson and stuff that thinks that, you know, it's a good idea or a bad idea. And these talking heads will direct our flow of, of thought and information. So... They'll get enough of these talking heads and the media and the mainstream media, even though he's not part of the mainstream media. He's that that one, you know, when you're herding like you know a thousand head of cattle, you know, you, you just kind of stay in the back pushing them. And then if a few of them start going that way, it only takes one horse or guy, a cowboy, to ride over there and you know, kind of bring them back. Come on, back over here. Oh, back over here. Oh, go that way. And they just keep the, the herd moving that way. And we've become a herd of, of cattle. And it, and it takes, you know, Jackson, he's just the new guy on the horse. And they're like, hey, go get that, that one over there. Oh, yeah. Brings him over. Keeps everyone in line. You know, sure, there's going to be a, a mass movement going left to right. And, but they're all heading toward the, the fucking slaughterhouse. You know, how they get there, if they go exactly on that trail or not, it doesn't really matter unless it's a, a really narrow road with a cliff on one side. Then you got to kind of, you know, don't want to lose your cows. But, you know, if a few of them fall off, no big deal. Especially when you're talking about, you know, 300 million cows. So Jackson has just become a cowboy. That's the, the new, you know, he's a greenhorn. So they kind of guy go over there. And they do it in a way to where colleges and education already have him programmed to where he can act autonomously and do the right thing, the right thing to them, you know, or they'll, they'll come along and, you know, maybe threaten to shut down his channel, you know, give him a couple strikes if he starts going, dude, you're getting out there a little too far. No, no whiskey for you tonight at the, the bunkhouse. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Got it. So that is what I see an existential threat to America. Now how do you how do you how do you fix it? Because see no one wants to fix it. The the five, six hundred or the thousand people that run America, they don't want to fix it. And as long as we are a herd of cattle instead of fifty herds of cattle and we're all going to the slaughterhouse. You know, and that's fine. We don't know it because we're bucking cows. But we are not cows. 
So if you have 50 states that just go, you know what, we're not seceding because we know that's a bad word and everyone freaks the fuck out about that. We're just not playing anymore. We're Victor Armand. Or is it Arbon? I'm sorry. We're not going to listen to Vander Crazy spew her bullshit anymore. In our case, it's the Biden administration. And, and Biden's, you know, he's the puppet. He's the ventriloquist puppet. And, and the administration are the, I will eliminate the Gulfstream 1 and 2 pipelines. He said that before the war ever even started. So who blew him up? Uh, probably uh, the mouth. So, you know, we need to break away from that, that shit. We need to go, oh, is that what you want to do? Crazy, drunken old senile man? All right, we'll pass. And we're done. Bye. But we don't have, see, we don't have presidents, which is good. We don't want a country with its own president. And they had set it up in the Constitution so perfectly that we didn't need a president of California, a president. Because then, then there's no longer a, a constitutional compact. You know, we're, we're a bunch of scatterbrained fuck-ups like in the EU. And at any time, they can just go, we're done with this shit. F off. And we can too. And it was set up where you had, you, you know, every, every state, every country in America has its own constitution. It has its own legislator. It has its own court system. And it has a governor and a governing political body. So we have the executive, which would be the governor. We have the courts and we have the representatives. So it's a small version of what the federal government is, is a large version. You have the president, which is over foreign affairs, and then you have the, the court system, federal courts, and then you have the House, which is made up of the Senate and the representatives. But the representatives barely went there. They didn't want to get cooties go over there and even get touched by those buck-ups. So each state is a country with a constitution. And our executive, our president, is the governor. And he oversees the, the laws of the state. He can make treaties within the state how to protect our borders. The federal government and the president, the executive of the country, can protect the entire borders and make trades with other countries. But my governor can make treaties with the, go the, the governor of Texas, the president of Texas. See how that works? You see how the simplicity of it? So it worked perfectly right up until we broke it. We got under the hood and, and started tinkering with it. And a lot of that tinkering was very malicious. You're like, I don't like this. I have no control over how this operates. FDR broke the shit out of it. In a lot of country, not just him. I mean, Alexander Hamilton, you know, one of the founding fathers, as soon as it was ratified, because he believed in debt and, and, a, and a federal bank. And all the other founding fathers said, no, no federal bank. We are not an entity 
with a federal bank. The states can do whatever the states want. We're just a, a, a property management company. We don't need a federal bank that rules over all the other banks. See, they, they got it. He did not. So as soon as it was ratified, he set up the, you know, the Bank of America, the first federal bank, which actually, if you follow its lineage down, was uh, Wachovia Bank, you know, genealogy-wise, which is now Wajam or whatever the fuck that is, Wa- Washington Federal, or which is actually kind of funny, right? Washington Federal. Oh, who, who didn't want it? Uh, Washington and the Founding Fathers. And why? Because it was federal. Oh, so now we got WAFA. WAFA. WAFA, whatever. But, it, you know, it, it's genealogy's grandfather was this bank. And, and uh, then it became Wachovia. And now WAFA. So, see... They broke it because they wanted control. And it, it, I can't, I'm not going to just blame Joe Biden or Bill Clinton or what the fuck's his name, FDR. No, it was a, it was a, a concerted effort on both sides of the aisle. And, and the first thing they had to do was get rid of, you know, the electoral college in a way to where, you know, we had two parties. Oh, we got two parties. That's so much easier than eight or nine or ten. Well, no, eight or nine or ten actually works pretty good because you got what? The Electoral College. Oh. So the majority isn't 51%. The majority is the guy that gets the highest score. You got five people running and one guy gets 21%. He or she is the president. Oh, that worked. That's easy. Yeah, but then we don't have control. See, we need to have like a party system so we can have primaries and Democratic and Republican conventions because you know how much money there is in that shit? Oh, my God. It's insane. So that's the threat that we face as Americans. It's not Russia, Ukraine, the Taliban. The Middle East, it's not the Muslims or the Germans or the South Africans. It's, it's not apartheid. It's, it's us cohesively working together as 50 sovereign countries with our own flag and our own form of government. And it's a Republican form of government. It's not like a Republican, like, you know, the Republican Party. It's a Republican form, meaning republic. You know, Arizona, I'm from Arizona. I'm an Arizonan. A Republican form of government was a republic, not a democracy. We don't have a, a democratic form of government in the Constitution. We have a republic. So... It worked until it didn't. Alien tech was great until we broke it. The The founders were in touch with aliens and they go, here's a really cool piece of uh, technology that you just leave it alone and it'll work forever. And that's probably why they, they stopped talking to us because we, we just proved how fucking stupid we are. And maybe it's the master plan and maybe there's nothing you and I can do about it. 
Well, I, I know there's nothing you and I can do about it because <laughs> we've tried. It's all fucked up. But when you get a bunch of people together to go storm the, the Capitol, um, you're just going to get arrested because their their mission, their mission plan, their objective is not constitutional. I'm not saying that the Democrats are constitutional either because they're not. But you don't need to go to Washington, D.C. and storm the Capitol. You need to go to your home state and talk to the Capitol and go, hey, we don't like this. We, you know, we have whatever a control, uh, you know, I don't remember how many states, you know, 50, 60% or whatever of the states that now all say immediately repeal the 17th Amendment, reinstate the way it was, stop electing senators, and do this. And if, and if the majority of the states agree to that, it's gone. It's done. You have representation back. Your representative will now leave Washington in a, on the first plane out and be back home go, what do you want me to do? <laughs> like a little doggy waiting for a fucking treat. Why? Because now we're in control. He works for us. She answers to us. And, and, and they're only in there for two years. Don't need term limits anymore. Just you fucking disappear in Washington for a year and a half. We're not going to reelect you because, honestly, we don't even know who you are. So you're going to stay home. You're going to work with the governor. You're going to do your fucking job. You're going to stay in your district where you were born and raised and where all your friends are. And you're going to get to know what they want. And then once or twice or three, four times a year, you're going to go to the federal, the state capitol and you're going to talk. And you're going to come to consensus out of all of the districts in your state. And then you'll appoint a senator. Actually, you appoint two senators. And they will go to Washington, D.C., the federal government, and go, hey, no. Everybody in my state says, no, you're not sending any money to anywhere. We're sick of this war. I didn't see any yellow cake uranium. Go pound sand. And then if enough of the senators are all on board, then it just the federal government doesn't do it because the Congress writes the checks. It could work. It could really work. I mean, it's so simple that people laugh at me when I say this is how it can work because I'm, I'm quoting alien technology and it's like, I don't understand alien technology enough to make a new one, but I know this one works. And this is how it worked. Now, if, if I were smart, <laughs> if I were a smart man, I, you know, I, could, I could break this theory up into you know, 10, 20 parts and do a series on it. But I'm not a I'm not a smart man. It's just I'm not. I'm a thinker. I'm cranial. But I'm not an author. I can't write. I'm not a a writer. So you're stuck with me, the rambling fucking prepper guy. But we need a movement in this country in the right direction. 
And I know words have meaning, so everybody's like, right, you talking about Republic? Because they're all fucked up, too. Republicans are crazy. No, we need a move in the correct, proper direction. And what we're doing is, is like a giant anthill, and every once in a while, somebody kicks it, and they just scatter, you know, and that's, that's America. Anytime they start thinking, kick that thing and get them all scared and freaked out. And then we'll we'll come in and save the day. So that's kind of some of the subjects I'm going to be talking on. In that in that light, uh, you know, in that, that way of thinking. And, and so, you know, today I just, you know, was kind of going to outline it a little bit, but the reality is, you know, Jackson Hinckley, good guy, smart. I've watched a lot of his, you know, videos, short ones, you know, just to catch a thought. But, you know, it triggered that that position in me. It's like, hey, what the fuck are you talking about? A healthcare system that, you know, we pay a lot for and don't get much? Say like we shouldn't be paying anything and we should be getting nothing. I've said this a hundred times and I'll say it one more time. In America, you're free. People love freedom until they go broke and then they're like, hey, where's the safety net for me? Aren't I important too? Well, apparently, no, you're not. You're a dumbass. You, you went broke because you, you opened a business that was just stupid because you're stupid. See, people don't like to hear that. So, in America, we don't have systems. We don't have a healthcare system. We don't have an education system. We don't have a border system, immigration system. We have all the states along the border that should be controlling it themselves. We don't need somebody to send in the army and go, well, you're wrong, and open the gate like the guy did, you know, the whoever it was just walked up. I think it was the National Guard or something had the gate closed and there's all people waiting out there. And the Border Patrol guy, because he's the Fed, comes, steps in and goes, opens the gate, lets them all in. See, that's not helping. So we don't have systems. We have a federal government that is very, very, very limited. And then we have all the systems within our state. And if we had control of our representatives, they wouldn't be running amok. And, that, and, and then you get dis- distracted. You don't realize that you only have to rep- vote for an, a representative and a few local things like mayors and shit like that, council and sheriffs. Shouldn't even have to be worried about what's going on in, in fucking Wisconsin. Oh, I hope they all vote Republican. I hope they all vote Democrat. Shouldn't even know they fucking exist other than you got family that lives there and it's a really pretty state. And as far as the federal government, who the fuck cares? Nobody cares. The, your representative put that president in there. So you like the guy. Other people don't like him. Okay, well, that's fine. He doesn't have much power anyway. And if he goes off and does something stupid, like sign a treaty with Russia or Poland or, you know, the fucking devil, a majority of the states have to agree with it or that contract becomes void. And they would take that seriously because once that treaty is signed, it is law. We have to follow it. It doesn't matter if we're a republic or not. We have to follow it. So pay the fuck attention. See, it's, it's, it works. 
It's so easy. And yet, our leaders, because they're professional bureaucrats and dumbasses, have learned how to manipulate us. So we are the cattle being herded to the slaughter. And there will always be more cattle behind us. And we will grow old and die. And they'll just continue to milk us and slaughter us until they get what they want, which is not what we want. But oh well, who are we to want anything? We should just be happy to be Americans, right? Love y'all. Take care. Bye-bye. We made too many compromises already. Too many retreats. We invade our space and we fall back. I'm your huckleberry. The line must be drawn here. This far, no farther. That's just my game.